Welcome to Still Standing with Valerie Silvera. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. To get more information about me and my work, please visit ValerieSilvera.com. I want you to know that it truly is an honor for me to stand with you. Fear is killing you. That's a pretty bold statement, isn't it? But it is. Fear is killing you. Maybe not literally in the moment, but it is. It is probably even killing you physically. Certainly, it kills us spiritually. It kills us in the sense that we don't have the same impact on the world that we would if we were bold, if we would just go out and take chances and not worry so much about the outcome. It's killing us in the sense that our legacy is not going to be the same. If we allow fear to dictate what we do and what we do not do. And by the way, for those of you who follow me and you know that I talk a lot about the beast and we all have these beasts that keep us from happiness and peace and purpose and joy and taking chances and being courageous. And it can be different for each person. There are different beasts and they, they come from different experiences, but the source is one place and that's the big beast. It's the opposite of God. You know, it's that spiritual being out there wreaking havoc on this earth. And he wants you to stay in fear. And that's why these little minions, these little beasts are sent to just take you down and keep you trapped. So that you don't make a huge impact on the world or a bigger impact than you already are. Or that you don't leave the legacy that you're supposed to leave. So you don't stand up and be strong and courageous. I feel like, speaking of strong and courageous, I love that. I hear that in the Bible. I I glom onto that because God says, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. And I don't know what you're going through, what you have in your life, but I've gone through some scary stuff. I still am going through some scary stuff and I can't change all that. I can't, nobody's ever going to be able to avoid fear. We can't, we can't avoid scary stuff and we're human beings. So we're going to feel afraid. So we either what get trapped in fear or we learn how to be courageous because fear is killing. It's killing our chances of becoming all we were meant to be. So when I hear the strong and courageous stuff from God, I think, you know, if we could really just realize who we've got on our side, if we'd really realize where we come from and where we're going, we'd put our shoulders back and our head held high and we'd be strutting around. And I don't mean that in an egotistical or arrogant way. I'm talking about confidence. And there's a huge difference between being arrogant and being confident. I like to think of myself as humbly confident or confidently humble. I mean, that's, that's the way we should be. Why are we allowing fear to trap us to paralyze us. I call it paralyzing fear. And what are the reasons? We are concerned with what other people will think of us, what they do think of us, what they might think of us if we did X, fill in the blanks, what they might say about us, what they might say to each other. We're afraid of feeling foolish. Nobody wants to feel like a fool or feel stupid. 
But let me tell you something. You are not going to be able to avoid the potential of feeling foolish if you decide to, or other people thinking you're foolish or what they think or what they say, if you're going to take any chances in this life. Every single person has had to start somewhere. When you look at somebody who's accomplished something great, do you think they were just woke up one day and they were like that, sat down at the piano and played a concerto or, you know, uh, ran the four minute mile or made the game winning touchdown pass at the Super Bowl? I mean, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of falling down and failing. I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but Michael Jordan, speaking of sports, Michael Jordan made some kind of a a comment. I can't remember his quote now off the top of my head, but it was something like, so he was asked how many, how he has made so many great shots. And it was something like, because I made a thousand that didn't work or something like that. You get the point. It's from supposedly, if you want to label it this, failing over and over and over. In fact, speaking of Michael Jordan, I'm not a huge sport person and obviously, obviously not since I don't have all my facts right here, but he was also told, I believe in high school that he'd never make it. So that fear, boy, that fear could have really kept him down and think how many young boys and underprivileged kids that really look to him as an inspiration and help to motivate them and even empower them to change their lives. What if he would have let fear keep him down? What if you let fear keep you down? Maybe you won't be considered one of the best ever in a sport or a field, but somebody's counting on you to make a difference in their life. And what if you're not there to do that? Because you're afraid. You're afraid of what people will think, what they might say. Let's go talk about that for a minute. What people think or say is really none of your business. I know you've heard that, but it's true. There's no way you're going to be able to control what people think about you or what they say about you. And so you just have to not spend time thinking about it. I don't know what else to say about it. That's really the truth. I didn't say it was easy. None of this stuff is easy, but... It's what you need to do. You have a fear also probably of making a wrong decision. And and especially if you have had life really go sideways, if all hell has broken loose, or you've made a lot of decisions that didn't turn out to be the best decisions, or for whatever reason, you're in the place that is not where you want to be, but really your decisions were not the reason but often we correlate that. I actually talked about that on my last podcast or a couple of podcasts ago, but we, we worry about that. We think, well, I've made these, all these, this series of decisions and here I am. So I must be a bad decision maker. So you're afraid. Let me tell you something. Have you ever heard the term that hindsight is 2020? So you know where that comes from. Perfect vision is 2020. So seeing perfectly clearly is 2020 vision. That saying, hindsight is 2020, means that when we look back and we can see history because it happened, we say, oh, I see it clearly now. Well, of course we do. The future, we can't see at all. We have no idea. We don't have 2020 vision into the future, so you're going to have to take chances. It could be 
that a lot of the things that you fear are things that are never going to happen. They're never going to come to pass. And you're just paralyzing yourself. Have you ever heard of the acronym uh, for fear? F-E-A-R. It's false evidence appearing real. This is what happens. We get so scared. In fact, I, I think I might've talked about this on a podcast. It could have been a video. It could have been in my membership. I don't remember. I talk about a lot of stuff, but I was the other day I'd left my door open in my bedroom and I left it unlocked, I should say. And the next morning I discovered it and thought, you know, if I had known that I would have been scared all night. I would have been thinking about it. It would have driven me nuts if for some reason I couldn't get there and, and lock that door. Well, the other day, just the other day, the front door was locked and I thought, okay, well, I never knew about it and it was fine. But what if I had known that? What if I was alone and thought that door's unlocked, that door's unlocked? It might have bothered me. It might've kept me from sleeping or at least sleeping well. That's false evidence appearing real. It's possible that you've had something really major whack you upside the head. And so it's funny because when I was going through riding my roller coaster from hell, and I don't know, maybe even after that at periods of time and, and even recently with things that have gone on and I hear that acronym of false evidence appearing real. And I think, but see the worst did happen actually worse than I thought happened. So what about that? Well, that's when you think, well, well, that has to do with attitude. That's a whole nother thing. In my nine actions, that's change your attitude. That is where we have to just shift our attitude about things. But when it comes to those major things, our fear, I mean, besides the obvious, the actual thing happening that we don't want to happen, like in my case, Jamie dying, or in your case, whatever that may be, the actual thing happening is what you fear. But really, 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 when you start to uncover and peel the onion layers, what we're afraid of is what then? If this thing happens, what then? What will I do? How will I go on? How will I face it? How will I overcome it? What will I do about it? And a lot of that, of course, has to do with the unknown. When I think about my path and all the different things that I experienced with my daughter, if I had thought about those things prior to that, or somebody else had shown me or explained to me what they were going through with their daughter over the years, I would have been sitting over there going, whoa, man, I couldn't deal with that. No way. I don't know how I'd ever deal with that. And so that's really part of whatever it is that you fear. You're afraid of how will I deal with it if it does happen? If this person leaves me, if I lose this job, if somebody dies, if fill in the blank, whatever this major thing is, what if it does happen? Oh my gosh, how will I deal with it? Well, I'm here to tell you, my friends, I hope more major things don't happen to you. I truly do. But if they do, I know for a fact that you can make it through. And I know that you can even come out the other end in a way better position than you were when you went in the other, you know, the other side. I, and I know that doesn't really make sense until you experience it. And, and you're probably sitting there going, I don't want to experience it. I don't want to learn what it takes to be that courageous. I get that too. Uh, but, but that's just it. We're, we're afraid of the unknown. That's really what, what it is. Fear is we don't know what is going to happen. And that, by the way, is what causes us to try to control everything. 
And I talk about that a lot too. We've got to let go of that false sense of control. We grab onto everything because we're so afraid of the unknown. We're so afraid of the thing that we're afraid of happening. And so we just have all this anxiety and stress and worry. And all of that is killing us. I often wish there was a way that some scientist somewhere could make a path, show a path from our worry to our physical ailments, because I know it exists. You can't be in high anxiety mode and not have it affect you. I know for me, it affected me because I have adrenal fatigue. But even before that diagnosis, I knew you know how that feels when your your heart's racing and you feel anxiety and you feel stress and and those you know your adrenals are going that you know that's you you feel that in your heart and in your soul that that is not good. You know it's affecting your health. So fear is killing you. It reminds me once again of something else that that actually Jesus said when he was uh, up on the mountain there and he was talking about all sorts of different stuff, really cool wisdom stuff he was talking about. And in that he said, don't worry. He basically said, why are you worried about everything so much? And he mentions the birds. And I actually was reading about this today because I've been reading the Bible, by the way, cover to cover. I started a couple months ago and I just, I dedicate 30 minutes every single morning first thing to it. And I just thought I, I did it once a long time ago when I was a teenager. And um, it, I got to tell you, I've got to admit, it's tough getting through the first two thirds because it's the Old Testament and, and there's a lot of crazy stuff going on there. But I just today, as I'm recording this, I just today hit the New Testament. Hallelujah. I mean, literally, I was like, thank you, Jesus. And so I started reading about this and, and I've heard, you've heard this probably, and I've heard it lots of times too, but when he starts to talk about what are you so worried about everything for? And, and, you know, look at the birds. They don't, this hit me today. I've heard it so many times. They don't store away. They don't, you know, get a bunch of food and store it away and go, no, I might not have anything to eat. Let me put all this away. Let me, let me gather it. Let me just glom on to everything and hang on and hold on. They don't do that. But how much more does God care about you than a bird? That was the whole point. But we do that. We hold on. We hang on because we're scared. We're worried about the future. We're worried that we won't have enough resources. We won't have enough money. We're worried that we won't have enough friends. We're worried that we won't have enough good health. We're worried that we won't have enough years in our life. What about the life in our years? That's what we should be more concerned with. We should be more concerned with making a mark on this world. We should be more concerned with our legacy. I'm not saying to be flippant with money and with things, not saying that at all. But we are often so concerned about stuff that we cling so tightly to it. We're so afraid of the future, of what we don't know. When you should have a little more faith, have a little more faith and trust in God and have a little more faith in yourself that you can get through, make it through and even become better standing on top of that story. Even if the absolute worst thing, God forbid, were to happen 
in your life. Because I firmly believe without question, having experienced some pretty big stuff, that good always comes from bad if we allow it. We can always use every single struggle, every experience to make ourselves better and in turn make the world a better place. Stop allowing fear to kill you. It's time for you to choose courage. If you need any help with that, get in contact with me, connect with me, send me an email, join my still standing tribe. You're not alone. Together, we can choose courage. Have an awesome day. Thanks again for joining me today. Please subscribe if you haven't already so that you don't miss notification for any future episodes. And please visit my website at ValerieSilvera.com. I would love to link arms with you and stand with you in whatever it is you're going through because we are in this thing called life together. Have an awesome day.